you talking about, Facebook? Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. No, read image. We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Geek Chat. Hello. Yay. We're back. Yes. You miss us? We are, we are back. Yes. Uh, we missed you. Um, I know that you missed us, and, and we missed you. So, so thank what you, you so much. What did you think of that new for, intro? Huh? What did you think of that new intro? I really liked it. Me too. Uh, I want to say, um, Rich and Coog, sorry, Rich and Desmond, <laughs> I'm thinking of Coog. Rich and Desmond are back. And I'm so excited. It's been a long break, and uh, we're back for our third third season. Can you believe that, I Rich? Know. Our third season. It's so crazy. We started here. Well, actually, we started at a studio, but then we moved to here. Yeah. And yeah. Now, yeah. And now we're back. So, uh, so yeah. So thank you for tuning into the Geek Chat, your uh, weekly source uh, of geekiness from two geeks, um, for all you geekiness people out there. So. Um, we have a whole new stuff to talk about, and we're going to ramble on through it. That way we can get to the, uh, the meat of it, because I know you guys were really interested in what we have to say, and then there's a lot of stuff that happened while we were gone. So uh, the Geek Chat is back, and we are going to be doing an extra show. The reason why we're doing an extra show is because we've, we talk a lot, and we have a lot to talk to you guys about. So, um, so we're actually going to do a, another show after this one. So you're going to get the hour live show on Mondays at six on MixLR, and then you're going to be getting, um, an extra show, the Geek Chat Extra, um, point and that five. will, point five, yeah, Geek Chat point five, yeah. and that will be, um, Downloaded on Tuesdays. Yes, it, it'll be Tuesday. So, so on Tuesdays when I, when I upload it to SoundCloud and then to the various, um, the various other platforms that host us, and um, we have a new one. And we have a new one. We're we're actually on Stitcher now, so you can go to Stitcher.com and search for the Geek Chat. So all you people who are anti um, iPhone or don't want to use an iPhone, you or you use a um, Android, an Android, you can definitely uh, look us up on Stitcher. Also, um, I'm really trying to work on getting this on um, YouTube. On YouTube, I'm trying to get it. I want I want those four platforms to be, to be in there. Ugh, so but make sure always, it's the Geek yes, Chat. Yes, when you you're searching check. for us, make sure you do the Geek Chat. That is correct. And there's um, a Facebook group, the Geek Chat. Yep. Join, talk. Let us know what you're thinking about. And I have to say, um, even though we were not doing the live show, being a part of the Geek Chat Facebook group really it. It, it did fill a void because I was really sad that we weren't on on the air. But we got we got to take breaks, um, and just let you know that we have an actual schedule for our shows now. Our shows are going to be on. Um, we're going to do a four month run, and then we're going to take a month off. Yeah, okay. and we're aiming this month will be December. There will be no new live geek chats in the month of December, but we're still going to have the point fives because that will be recorded. Anytime and not just live. And do we want to tell them now about the little bonus that we're doing once a month? Yes, we're also doing a, um, a roundtable. Round table. 
So once a month, it's on the it, it'll be released um, on the Wednesday, uh, the third Wednesday of every month. We'll uh, Rich and I will be doing a roundtable in which we will have uh, listeners. Uh, we're gonna have people, hopefully from the community, come in and just have a roundtable discussion about an issue that's really big in the comic book industry. Yep. Um, if you have an issue that you want us to roundtable about, let us know in the geek chat. Uh, Facebook group. Our first one will be will go live on um, August nineteenth. So please let us know if you want to be on the show. Uh, that show as well. Um, it'll be an hour show, and and hopefully we'll we'll get some a lot of diverse voices uh, to chime in on a lot of diverse topics. So hey, I just want to go back to the point five. Our first point five special, which is going to be, we have a uh, today. Des sat down with a great creator who lives very locally, uh, Steve Lailola. You sat and interviewed him, and that will be up tomorrow on The Point Five. Yes, I cannot wait. And then we also talked about um, our experiences, um, my experiences at Comic-Con. I went to Comic-Con, and then we also talked about uh, a lot of the... Um, a lot of the... Um, I don't remember what we talked about last uh, The trailers. Week. The trailers <laughs> that were... that, that um, that were released. That's so right. I, I do remember that kind of now. Yeah, so... That was going to be rough. It's going to be rough. <laughs> it the was first show be back. It was good practice for today, though. It was very good practice, you know. Um, so we're definitely check out tomorrow. Um, when this goes... When this show goes live uh, on, on the streaming sites, the other... The point file will go live as well. So stay tuned, and I really hope that you like that. Um, want to give a special shout out to our sponsors and the people that help make the Geek Chat what it is. First and foremost, want to say thank you to Club Card. Uh, they're the ones that print all of our media. Thank you so much, you guys. You can find them at clubcardprinting.com, and they're located in sunny San Francisco at 553 Pacific Avenue. Okay? We also want to thank our resident artist, Gene Gilmet at rltpress.com. Uh, He's the one that does all the cute little chibis of, of uh, Rich trying to kill me. So, That's right. So, and I know that he, uh, he just moved. And he's, yes, he's, he moved. Yes, he he moved, away. but he's in the process now of getting um getting settled in, and he has a whole bunch of new ones for us. So stay on the lookout for that. Yeah, and I got my I got my uh, bonus sketch today. Thank you so much for that. It looks awesome. No one else knows what we're talking about, Gene, but thanks. <laughs> Um, and also want to say thank you for uh, to Terry Miller. This is a new thank you for doing all of our musical interludes. That one that you heard first is um, our the, new intro. Is our new intro? Love it. Yes, and we also have a we also have a new uh, Facebook intro as well, and you'll be hearing that a little bit later. I actually made a mistake in it and started it with that one, but <laughs> but uh, I'll get better. It'll be awesome. So, yeah. thank but thank you. you. Terry. So she did our intro, our our Facebook. Uh, Facebook cut 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 to, and she also did our outro. Yeah, so thank you so much uh, for doing that. And last but certainly not least, we want to thank uh, our biggest sponsor, whatever. And they're located um, at five forty-eight Castro Street, between eighteenth yeah. and nineteenth, and. Windy and sunny San Francisco. And you can definitely check them also out online at whateverstoreonline.com. Okay. Facebook under whatever store. Got to plug that too. 
Um, so and again, you can also come into uh, the uh, MixLR um, and you can chat live chat with us. We have some longtime listeners listening in with us. Thank you guys. And Frank says, will the 0.5 be a separate streaming item or an extra half hour at the end of the show? It's going to be a bonus. Yes, it's going to be an extra uh, streaming item that you can stream and or download. But it will it's- not be live. It will not be live. It, I mean, we're alive and we did it, but it's not going to be live to you guys. Well, sometimes we're alive. Rich was kind of dead this morning. I was really dead this morning. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's what that's going to be. And uh, you can stream it, download it um, right after this show if you want. It's not going to be so much a continuation, but it's just going to be an extra for you guys because we found out that we just have a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot to talk about. And so much is going on. I mean... We're going to be going into the TV season. We've got even more TV shows to talk about. Oh my god, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't uh-huh. wait. We're actually going to be going to see the Fantastic Four movie, and we'll bring you our thoughts on that. And that's it for movies, besides Star Wars at the end of the year. All we have left. We saw Ant-Man. And that was fantastic. So I, yeah. I loved it. Um, we have a lot of things coming up. We do, up. and we're going to talk about our reaction to Ant-Man um, on the, on the what's, what's, uh, what you're talking about Facebook portion a little bit later. But um, aside from all that and all that, those announcements, let's get to the books because it's been a long time, and I know you guys are, are dying to hear what we thought of uh, the stuff that was happening within our, ap- with, within our absence. There's this little thing called Secret Wars. Have you heard about it? Yes, so we're going to start this off with Secret Wars, because Secret Wars is the Marvel event of the century. No disrespect to DC. Oh, you can give DC. But this is how you do an event. Yeah. Right here. I have been immensely enjoying um, it, the event. I I have enjoyed most of the books that I have read. Um, I actually enjoy those books a little bit more than the main book, actually. I hate to say it. Some of the books have been a little bit better mm-hmm. than the main books. And this is only because when I've spoken to, you know, Frank, a listener, and I've spoken to Rich, of course, and I'm, I'm just really hopeful, I'm really hopeful that it, that this does not just, the whole Secret Wars main book does not devolve into just a pissing contest between Reed and Doctor Doom. I understand they're like one of the oldest rivals in the Marvel Universe. I get that. But it's really, like, ugh, I want to... I just have a fear that's where it's going, you know, and if that happens, like, I guess I'm fine with it, but I just really hope that it, it, um, I really hope that it does it, that, um, that it's been, it, 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 it gets the justice that it deserves. Okay. You know, so that's the main thing, and that's one of my fears about it, but, but I do have, um, I do have, uh, faith in Hickman to, to write it, to write it fairly well. I've been loving it. I think it's fun. I like how the stories are interconnected more than we thought it was going to oh be. Oh my god, they are so much more interconnected than I thought it was. Like I totally was just like, oh, it's just another crossover event. They're going to do these little snapshots of various and then you start seeing the people from the life raft showing up in these other books and then you realize one of one of the one of the most perfect um realizations was uh at Atlanta um Atlan Rising where they uh, where they go into the quiet room and in the background you see uh, Star Lord Peter Quill singing and Who you're like okay 
who is hiding, so he's using Steve Rogers' first na- but that's, name. But that's the thing. Yep. Like in the first in the first issue of that of that uh, Battle World series, it's just like, oh, it's just a throwaway. That's kind of cool. And then you think, oh, that's just one of the other, you know, one of the multiple Steve Rogers or multiple uh, Star Lords that are probably exist in this new reality that was created. And then this but week, no. you get Star Lord and Kitty Pride, and you learn that he's hiding out. It's the first time really we've seen one of the. The, the life rack people somewhere. Exactly. And he sees a kitty pry and he's like, oh my God, could it be? I love her. And calls her by name and hilarity ensues. And yeah, Oops, sorry. That's the thing. But that's the thing that, that I loved about it is because now it gives it gives those old, older issues. Older, like it gives those other <laughs> those issues. Those really old issues old from issue, the, last month. It gives month. those other issues um, much more. more. Yeah. You know, relevance to the whole story, and that's what I like. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like now you can look at it and you can say, like, I wonder where other people have have shown up. Have you, you know? read Old Man Logan yet? Yes, the newest issue. Oh yeah. So he's going round to round, or world, not world, land to land. You can say realm. I think realm is good. And he's seeing something's wrong. But it's always Wolverine. I'm tired of that. I know, but still, he it, it's still the perfect person because he basically knows everyone in the Marvel universe. But I do. But I did like what um, what was brought in Captain Britain, you know, in the Mighty Avengers. I did like I did like how they did that, in which in which there are other people besides Wolvie who know that something is wrong. You know, they oh other yeah, people know. Captain in Captain Marvel. Yeah, they all realize what's going on. Or there's something going on, and they're planning uh, to go against God Doom. Uh, what are the books? I'm just totally blank. You know what's funny? Future and Perfect, sort of. Future and Perfect. But he doesn't. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just an opportunist. Yeah. You know the the, the maestro. The, it's just a, It's just an opportunist. So that's what he wants. Um, I still haven't read. We. I just found it for Infinity Gauntlet number two. I have to read it. You are really enjoying that book. Which one? Infinity Gauntlet? Yes, I think it is a fantastic book. Yes, I'll agree with you. The first issue was was all set up, and I and I agree that the first issue, uh, just you know, it was building up the family, you know, and and that was the thing that I that I was like, okay, you know, I I get it. You're 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 laying down the foundation of what of what this series is going to be about. Um, another series that. It just it's heavily connected. That's what I like about it. it this seems. is a heavily connected crossover. And I know in the past people have bitched about oh having to get all the books and blah 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 and this and that. And I understand that, but for some reason this just is so much more exciting than a lot of the old ones. And I'm really starting to feel like this nineties nostalgia a little bit. Oh, totally. You know, and that's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing at all. Mm. You know, another book that was great was Siege Number One. What did you think about that one, Rich? I know you really, really enjoyed it. I know Frank so, really enjoyed it too. Frank really enjoyed. I so it's funny. One of the first books to come out was the War Journal with Hawkeye, um, Kate Bishop, and A Force was one of the first books to come out where Miss America Chavez, you know, breaks the law, and they all get sent to the wall. Now we learn with Siege Out exactly what that is. And it has Abigail Brand, who we just found out is going to be in the new Captain Marvel series. Supposedly it's replacing Sword, but that's okay. Uh, so anyhow, 
Abigail Brand is in charge of all this, and we really see how all their, the other books tie into this and what this wall is for. Well, yeah, it's like you see, like, a, that's another great form of storytelling, is they actually took the time to reference this in other books, built it up, and now we get to see it mm -hmm. play out. We get to see American Chavez. What happened to her? Here she's in siege number one now. You know, what happened to so-and-so? They're here now. Interesting That's what that I like. Leonardo was in it. Because if you read the old S.H.I.E.L.D. book that I think it was Hickman was writing, he was heavily in that as well, which that still hasn't finished yet after all these years. Um, if I had one complaint, um, I wish it had a stronger artist mm -hmm. to convey the story. That was That's just my little one thing. But the writing... Totally made up for it. So, Frank says in the comments that the wall is the thing. Ooh. I don't believe that, but whatever. The wall is the thing. Well, because he says Johnny is the, Johnny Storm is the sun. That's so, right. You know. That could be. Who knows? He used, well, then Dude it should be, then so it should much. be orange or something. And there orange was a thing. There, there's a thing that appeared in, um. But that wasn't the thing. No, that was Colonel Rock. That was Colonel. I, I noticed, though, a lot of the women in here are, are really, like, strong and aggressive. Yep. Like, the um, woman in, um, the woman in, ah, what's her name? Um, I'm oh, blinking. I'll tell I'm you. blinking. What's she look like? Does she have boobs? Marvel Zombies. Marvel Sorry. Zombies. Yeah, the Bloodstone. Yeah, she's an ass kicker too. Although I like, I really like her portrayal. Like I want, I want more of her. I wish that she was a part of uh, the new Howling Commandos, mm -hmm. the the Howling Monster Commandos, is that they're called. Something like that. I really want her to be a part of that. I like that awesome. book a lot. Um, that was really good. That little twist at the end made it for me. Other books that you should be checking out that that are just as good in their in their story is I would have to say, um, uh, re, uh, it was um, the Spider Man. Renew your vows. Yeah, renew your vows. Really good. Really, really good. Uh, another one of my favorite books is a Squadron Sinister. Looking forward to that coming. This back. book is great. Yep. Like uh, having, I really wish that these people would go on to do uh, something for DC because I enjoy this villains. I'm really sad that they're not going to continue with them in um in the new uh, in the new six one six or whatever number it's going to be. Whatever number it's going to be zero zero one. <laughs> Uh, but Squadron Sinister is great. I love the backstabbing. I love the character uh, development of these people. Warrior Woman is so kick-ass. She's playing, she's playing her hand too. She's got too many, what is it, fingers in the cookie jar? She's really trying. I, I, just, I, I just enjoy how Nighthawk is, been, is being portrayed. Just a fantastic series. Another one, Inhumans, is fantastic book. Um, yep. it, they, they are really solidifying the inhumans as the new mutants to you know to say you know people with powers it's like they're really doing this justice i feel sad for the x-men because it does seem that they're being dethroned a little bit but this really feels this was a really good book i love it because for years we've had you know medusa and black bolt and the last couple they not been together in the in the main Inhuman book. You know, she's leading them. But in this, I love that they're on opposite, totally opposite sides. Like, there's no friendship here. It's, she's hunting him. And I not like yet. his betrayal. Not yet. Not yet. 
and I think it's I think they finally they finally worked a way around him not being able to speak. I guess you know it's very I, I never at first I was kind of upset that he started talking and I'm just like no he doesn't talk that he was that silent figure blah 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 and then they made him talk and yeah I'm okay like, with that and then they made him talk and I was just like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I'm okay with this this is good um I just I, I'm going to be picking up the new Inhumans book Which when one? it comes out um the one with uh, Steve McNiven so uncanny yeah uncanny Inhumans I'll and be then picking there's it. all new with Crystal I'm gonna I'm, I like that. see I don't know what's gonna happen with that one you know I I'm I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence about that one. I don't know. I just want to know where she's been. Exactly. You know what's she been doing through like, all this? Are they going to talk to? Are they going to talk about her and Quicksilver's relationship? Is Luna going to be on there? I would think. Who's writing that? Because if Peter David's not writing it, I'm a little sad for that. I don't remember. To be because honest. if Peter David was writing a Crystal series, I don't think it is. That would be great. Like I understand that he's all about Spider-Man 2099 and all that other stuff. But I think if he did a Crystal book and and did that, I think that he would add a lot of um, a lot of continuity. Well, what he did with Quicksilver and his whole redeeming with what he did with the shards back in X Factor and all that, up until this last run too, where remember the government thing and he admitted that he did wrong and he tried to turn himself over oh yeah crystal was in that i totally forgot <laughs> and then i love but i just love the, the the smaller character moments in x factor in which crystal um sorry not crystal uh, luna and him had this yeah. conversation yeah, because she would never forgive him no so yeah those, that, those are those are good books um, and Inferno has been really, really good. Um, e is for extension. Like there, I love there that really book. hasn't been a book that I really was like. Eh. I mean, there's some books like um, what was the one? Uh, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. For some reason, I couldn't get into it. Ooh, I love that book. I know, but you love it, which is so. It's basically Morlocks reimagined in feudal Japan, China, and they're, or in China, and they're trying to. He's trying to become the leader. It, it's just been, it's, it's a fun, you should read the trade. I probably will. Another book that's been really good is uh, Thor's, and as well as... We get um, Thor's too this week. Uh, as well as Weird World. Um, I, I know you're, you're, you're hit or miss with Jason Aaron, but after reading his Thor, I went back and got a couple of the, um, the Thor trades that he did. Not bad. The mm-hmm. whole, um, the god bomb and the guy trying to kill all the gods... Uh, he he has a um, he has an understanding of that stuff that just really kind of shines through. I really have been enjoying um, his run on the on the Thor stuff, stuff. <laughs> so to speak. But uh, all in all, of, what do you think of A Force? I thought A Force is great. You but know how is that going to exist? So I'm really curious as to when it comes back with a new number one, how it's going to exist. Is it going to be other wrong people like? Very interested in that new number one. It's probably going to be. Um, I, I imagine it's going to be something like um, a female-led Avengers team, sort of like how X Men no, was. Is it going to be set in the new world? No. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be set. I think it's going and to be. How uh, is that going to happen? No, 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 no. I think it's going to be another side fraction of the Avengers called A Force, just like X Men, the female version. No, I don't think you're understanding me. How are all those different versions that don't exist going to exist together in oh, the new that. world. Oh, no, that. No, I think it's going to be a bit different. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a, a bit different than who it is. I'm really excited. So, 
in case you didn't know, in October is when Secret Wars ends and brand new number ones are coming and there's a very, very wide diverse... There's almost something, well there pretty much is something for everyone. That's how many new titles are putting out. And I'm really looking forward to these new number ones. So am I. And my question is, who is going to remember what happened? You know, because it's like Old like Man Logan... Them. So no, because Old Man Logan's going to be there. Yep. Um, that's why I kind of wonder. It's like, who of these people are going to remember what happened to Doom? Um, I know that Frank, you know, said that maybe they're all going to die. Maybe the... Um, <laughs> they're all going to die. No, no. Uh, Dr. Doom and... Um, uh, what's his name? Reed Richards are going to be dead after the whole thing. Well, you do know it's an eight-month... So when we get all these new relaunches, it's already been eight months in. That's how they're setting their timeline up. So it's a year later? Oh, my. They didn't <laughs> want to say year later because we all know how that DC year later went over. Yeah, that year later was horrible. That was pretty rough. That was pretty, pretty rough. But all in all, I've been liking uh, what Marvel's been putting out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I've... enjoying the hell out of it. And people, I do have people that don't want to read any. They're like, no, I'm going to wait. And it's like, you kind of at least read the main like they don't want to read any of it they're like i'm mad and so they don't want to read anything and it's like oh my god some of this has been i don't know we'll see like you we'll see how the end comes out because if the end is this whole uh no more mutants kind of thing you know where you know everyone forgets everything and nothing has meaning i'm kind of going to be kind of pissed we're going to look back and be like okay that sucked but right now i'm enjoying the ride I'm still a little sad about... Sometimes I'm a little sad about the price point, though, on some of the books. Like, Civil War was, like, four ninety nine and For the number one. Yeah, and I was just like, ugh. Yep. It's like, I know they're going to be four ninety nine, but then they're going to drop them down to three ninety nine yep. for the rest of the series. But I'm just like, ugh. So that, that, personally, I don't like. I think that's kind of a cash grab, and I'm like, it's a, it just seems unnecessary for their product. But, eh, I don't do the finances at Marvel, so... That, that was just, that's they're what justifying I it by hiring the talent they get. They got to pay these people... It's it's the same argument as everyone's having with the fifteen dollars an hour for people that work at McDonald's. It's like it's that kind of argument that Marvel's gonna tell you is that to pay the artist and the writer and the colorist and the anchor and the XYZ, it has to be this price. I you know what? I think that would be a fantastic episode for us to talk about during the round table is the price points of comics. Like what what is a when do you think because you, you know what it costs if you were to actually divide all the payments out that you have oh, to no, make to no, make no. your comic oh no i i know that's i just think it would be awesome to you know but i do not also have the resources that of, marvel and dc of marvel and resources. Yep. so it's like i think it would be a good a good conversation to have and to talk because that's one of the things we have the people haven't talked about in a while is the steady increase in prices mm -hmm. because because then how how is dc able to have some books at 2.99 you know, it's like, what's going on with that? You know, is it page counts? Is it the type of artist or the type of, you know, who they're hiring? Because I mean, they know half of them are going to be canceled anyhow. But, but no. That's so wrong. I, I, I don't think it's wrong. Like, I don't think it's wrong. I, I think, I think sometimes these are, these are probably things that they talk about. They're probably saying, like, out of the, I mean, think about it. Out of the, let's say 20 books, the 20 books that they're going to, they're going to produce, they have to believe or, or have some kind of uh, idea of how much, how many of these are going to like last. Yeah. You know, and they're going to have to cut their teeth on a couple of them. I mean, think about it. Well, if you noticed, 
The Clarion. So, the Clarion had, didn't have a chance in hell to last. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. But if you notice, all the books they know are going to sell, they went up a buck. They did. Wonder Woman, Superman, Aquaman, Green Lantern. But are those paying for the, but are those paying for the Green Lantern loss? Are they paying for the Earth yeah. 2 societies? I mean... Because you got to have your balance. Exactly. But again, I think this is this would be a fantastic um, conversation for a roundtable. So if you guys would like to be a part of that conversation, uh, please mention something on the Facebook group, The Geek Chat. So yes, Frank. Yes, Frank. Frank says, um, haven't they had higher page counts for the number ones? Yes. Yes, they have. Frank also said, he said something else too. He did? Frank said a lot of stuff. He likes to speak. Frank like likes to. Frank, thank you, Frank. Yes. Um, so we we want to be fair. We talk about you know Secret Wars and how much we love Marvel. And I do a fair share of, I don't want to say trashing because that would be negative, but I'm kind of sour on DC because I grew up loving DC's legacy, their characters. You know, these were the heroes that, Got me interested in reading. Marvel did too. The X-Men did. But DC just had like the Teen Titans. So when I talk, I don't want to say bad, but when I talk bad, it's because I love them and I want them to be better. I think, when you're, I think it's more of just being much more critical about their output. Their output. Like what they're putting out yeah, into the public. But You but want it I to be the it, best quality yeah, possible for Yeah, and I see it characters. as a retailer. And I see that... The sales on everything keeps going down while other books, and it's not just people are dropping books, it's people are dropping DC for better books because mm. the quality, you know, isn't always there. But, and again, you have a different, you have a very unique perspective being uh, a, a longtime collector as well as yeah, a, I as well as a retailer. Sides. And that's you what know. gets me so mad at DC, and that's why I just want to slap Dan Didio. Even though you can't, because then I'd be in jail for whatever it's called. But you just want to hit him because why are you not? Why don't you want your company to be number one again? You're number three now. Three. If you really think about it, image. Even though when you look at the the actual numbers, when it comes to quality, image saga, there's Walking Dead. Walking Dead outsells a lot of different DC books. So it just it, it, it just gets me so mad that they're not they're not I just don't feel like they're trying to put the best out. And that would be another fantastic conversation for a round table is, uh, is, is how to make DC um, much more user friendly. Oh, we don't need community. an hour. You fire people that don't do their jobs. That's simple. Well but then you have the you have these thoughts about like you know, is it the writers? Is it the artists? Is it the titles? Is it the oh, characters? No. Is it it's the continuity? It's circles of continuity. What yeah. the hell does that freaking mean, people? Circles of continuity. Okay, Marvel just showed you, DC, listen up. Marvel just showed you that an eight-issue miniseries has more connectivity and continuity in a made-up land than you have in your 52 multiverse issues of titles. Like, they did. No, they did. No, you're right. I know I'm right. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Okay, but that said about how we are down on DC, let's talk about some DC that I do think in this muddied water, there's some good books. Yes. What do you... You're loving one book that I'm not... There are some diamonds in the rough. One of the diamonds that I actually took a pass on, but then one of of Rich's readers um, 
sorry, one of the Rich's uh, customers came in and said it was really good, and then he turned me on to it was Prez. Yeah, EB, if you're listening, you turned us on to this book, and yeah, I feel bad for this book because it should not be a DC banner. No, it should be. This is a. This should be a Vertigo title. Yep. Um, because just of what's happening, like this is completely left of center. It is. It is. Um, it's a political book. Yeah, it's a political satire book, and it's. And it's hilarious. It it is a snapshot of the future of politics in America. Run by Fox News. Yeah, run by Fox <laughs> News. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's it's just a humorous take on on the reality of politics right now, and what and what we see with Twitter and how candidates are 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 um, trying media. to appeal yep, to, to the youngest uh, the young voters who were. Uh, tweeting and all this other stuff and just how this underdog or corn dog can get can get the votes it's just at first i was just like what the hell am i reading and then it's just steamrolling into something much more like i could actually see this as a movie i could this is a really and it's a smart book it's an intelligent book and I think that's one of the reasons why they they might be scared of it. I'm surprised that this book is at DC. I think this book would have been better served at Image or another another title that could actually have it be the 12 issues that it should be. Oh, yeah. So in case you didn't know, uh, loyal listeners, the book was originally solicited as 12 issues. And then right after the number one issue came out, they said, oh, it's only going to be six. So then DC did some backtracking and said, no, Sad. it's going to be two six-issue miniseries. We're taking a break in the middle. And I think that they got a lot of back, uh, a lot of slack for it because they said, you know, we're really going to commit to 12 issues unless it's a miniseries. That was their initial thing. Yeah. So all these new number ones and number, you know, these are supposed to go to at least 12 issues. And after the sales in June, I don't see many of them lasting. 12 well, issues. A, well, hey. I would be hard pressed for DC to go against their own, oh, you know, no. mandate. I mean, I would be really sad because some of these, some of these um, stories do need to find their audience too. Like again, I, it was through word of mouth that I got onto onto Prez, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So another book that I that I've really enjoyed is uh, Green Lantern, uh, Green Lantern Lost Army. You know, there you go. Do you want some diversity? There you go. You know, uh, you got. A whole bunch of different people. We got yeah. blue people. We got green people. You know, yeah. We got a black man in charge. We got it's a, just a pink. We got a hippopotamus pink. man. <laughs> <laughs> that has been silly. Um, What's but, it about? Uh, well, at the end of something happened. I don't know. Uh, I really don't even know how how it came to be. <laughs> All I know is the number one. Uh, John Stewart and a handful of Green Lanterns find find themselves trapped. In a new universe somewhere, and they have to find their way home. It's very much like Legion Lost, but but with Green Lanterns. But with Green Lanterns, and then but, Guy shows up, and it totally goes against everything that happened in Guy's last issue. Yeah, he has red ring and a green ring, and they make jokes. who look like a Christmas tree. It's hilarious, but it's it was a really good book. I I've enjoyed the dynamics. I like I like them going back into the backstory of uh, John Stewart. They're adding stuff to him. Uh, without stripping anything too, away, yeah, they're they're adding extra arm. No, well, he probably could. He has a Green Lantern ring, so. <laughs> but no, they're they're just um, they're just adding to his character by giving by by talking about his history when he was in the military, 
they're really fleshing him out. Finally. Uh, could yeah. that be because of, ooh, maybe could it be a movie? But the thing that I like about him, you know, or what, or the, the compare and contrast between how Reminder did uh, the backstory for the Falcon is like, the backstory for the Falcon is just, you know, he had to fight adversity, uh, uh, adversity and then had to you know become a, a a strong person you know and and take care of his family and this and that and so he became this person and it's just like it, it seemed for lack of better words somewhat generic mm-hmm. um, whereas John Stewart they're really talking about his military background and and how he was born to be a leader you know it just it wasn't childhood trauma you know that did it it was just the fact that you know this is what he learned to do and who he is. I don't know. Just it, it just seemed a lot more. It, it seemed like to do this character a lot more justice than than what happened in the Falcon. But the Green Green Lantern Army is a really good, a really good book. What was one of yours, Rich? So I just want to talk about three Justice League books. We've got Justice League, got JLA, the Justice League of America, which is a self-contained story for Brian Hitch to do whatever the hell he wants. And the relaunched Justice League United. So Justice League America is not in continuity. No. <gasps> What? No. It's not because... Well, not yet, anyway. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed all three books. I think Justice League shows why it's the flagship and why Jeff Johns is his only book. It's been a great story so far. Mm. Got the, you're not enjoying it? Mm. Oh, I'm enjoying it. I uh, Bat-Mobius? Okay. I don't well, know. yeah, it's getting weird. Bat-Mobius. Well, come on, it's fun. <sighs> he's he's going to be... He's a new uh, god now. The, uh, and, the, and, the, and then, what's her name? Gl- uh, what's her? Glory? Is that her name? Oh that yeah, and the whole like that's the thing. It's like I get it, I get it. The the Justice League has to have their asses handed to yep. them. That way they can rally and whoop ass. Yep. Yeah, like I get that. I get that story. I really get that. But I'm just like, stop it. Oh, I love it. So the one Mr. thing Miracle, I love though, most about it, yeah, Mr. Mr. Miracle, Miracle cool. oh, that that was my favorite part about it, Mr. Miracle. Wonder Woman it has fifty different costumes in every other book. <laughs> No one can decide on what the hell she's going to look like from book to book. This is one of those circles of continuity. But here... Circles of costumes. I really love the costume design. I love the way she's the leader right now. I love it. The book... I read this book if I want to read Wonder Woman. This has been interesting. Because I actually liked... um, I actually liked uh, Superman and Wonder Woman. I, I liked her as the... As the nurturing, um, this nurturing warrior woman. I like that aspect of her. I do too. I just hate Take, that costume. Yeah, oh yeah, the costume is terrible. Pick a costume, people. So did you read this yet? Oh yeah. So Justice United was, was really good. I love the way they're doing it. It's Jeff Parker as the writer and Travel Foreman as the artist with Jeremy Cox as the colorist. Uh, this book, and I love the Legion stuff, but this should be, it should not have been... JLU 11, they should have made this brand new number one. I would agree. Got new people on it. Uh, it is a three ninety nine book. But a lot happens. And I it's, was, but that's funny. I was fine with the with it being three ninety nine. There's a they lot of story. A lot of stuff happens. Like they explained what the premise of the story is. Yep. They they explained why they needed these specific people, and they went in and got into their adventure. Yep. It was really, like, the flow of the book was really good. It was a one, two, three, here we're doing this. But so the, the premise of the book is that in JL, Justice League United, it is a revolving cast with only Animal Star Man, Girl, Star Girl, and I forgot her name, Equinox, Equinox. and 
just oh and um and uh, Alana Alana Strange, um and they are recruiting heroes and villains in order to deal with the crises that affect uh our reality or our Earth or our universe or whatever. And I am interested with that concept of a Panel core group, or, huh? Just good book. It is well. That's the thing. It's like they they recruit Swamp Thing as well as Poison Ivy and Etrigan, and I'm just like, what? At first, you're like, why do you have two plant based people? Even they ask that. Uh-huh. That's the thing. She's like, like, why am I here? Yeah, if you have he's a, the avatar for for the green. Why am I here? Yeah, and I just I don't know. I, I want to see what's going on. You know, how how Justice League is like, I don't want to say so much by the numbers. JLU is not. Like, I really, like, this is, I really hope that they start exploring sort of what uh, J, Justice League Dark did, you know? I, I really hope that they're able to wrap some of the Justice League Dark stuff into JLU now. You know what book I was thinking about? What? Remember Demon Knights? Oh, yeah. And now those awesome characters? Yeah. I would love to see a couple of them show up here. The Horsewoman. That'd be awesome to see in here. I would like JL, I would like JLU to go to some of these other Earths, you know, and explore these, you know, circles of continuity that a little bit more. Circles of continuity. So and then Justice League of America, oh, which being Brian Hitch's, book. you know, his own book, is gotten very religious. Terry on the boards was like, oh, it was such a slog to get through. And it really is, you know. Like, a lot of <laughs> stuff is going on in it. Um, but, I don't know. Just, it seems a little bit... I don't know, the second issue just seemed a little bit heavy-handed. I don't, I, I don't know how I can explain it more than that. I mean, uh, the Kryptonian god came to Earth, I guess to search for Cal or something? I don't know, because he wanted to apologize to him for letting the Krypton's sun explode. And so he wants to help Earth. But there's this other organization that, I guess, traverses the multiverse and is trying to stop something. It's very it's very mysterious. But all these different dead supermen from other different realities, I don't know. So it, it's, this is a lot of shit going on in this book. <laughs> this is a lot of shit going on. And the second issue did not really help. It didn't really solidify or clarify anything. So I was just like... We'll see mm. what three brings. See if it helps. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, some of the indies that we want to talk about, um, which we've which you've been really really enjoying, is uh, Airboy. So, if you have not been reading James Robinson's Airboy, you really should read it. It yeah. is bizarre. And I have a not couple, safe for work though. No, I have a couple left at the store where if you buy the number two, you get the number one free. That is actually a really good deal, you guys. Yeah, it a, is. It only is. We got a couple left. It's a two ninety nine book. It is. So, and it's just. Set in San Francisco. Yeah, it's a. It's it not is, PC. It's not at all. It's great. You get to see uh, naked James Robinson and the artist running around the streets of San Francisco with their wings out. Uh, it's. But there's a reason for it. And there's a reason for it. Sex and it's fun. It's a really good read. And you're thinking, where does Airboy fit in all this? You just have to read it and find out. He yep. actually fits in very interestingly. Yep. So. so just. Find out about that. I think you, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Um, and you know, you come to whatever, and you can get them. You know, buy one get one free. It's, it's amazing. While supplies last. While supplies last. So another book came out that I thought was very interesting was Archie Number One. We're talking about Archie. Uh, we are talking about Archie. Wow. Mark Wade and Fiona Staples relaunched Archie. Fiona Staples is from Saga. In case 
people didn't know. And Mark Wade has just written a lot of crap. So it's a lot of crap. So there's a lot of stuff. Not all the stuff is crap. It's just he wrote a lot of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, like, I need to clarify. Not all that. of it was crap. But yeah, it's uh, Archie for a new age. He's still white, so there's that. <laughs> you know, still and it's, down on his. It's still luck. down on his luck. He's he's not as hipstery as I thought he'd be. Thank you God. notice that? Mm-hmm. I I totally expected to be him him to be a little bit more hipstery. I do like that. It starts off with the breakup of him and uh, Betty. Hey. And I'm actually kind of wondering what's going to happen. Because I, I don't know. I know nothing of Archie save, I mean, it's sort of like Dobie Gillis. And I kind of watched that when I was a kid. You know, I don't, I don't know. Seriously, like I look at it, I'm like, it's Dobie Gillis. I'm like, no, it's Archie. And I'm like, but aren't they the same person? It's like, no, just because they're white doesn't make them the same person. No. But, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. Say it. No. Ah. What do we all look like? Huh? <laughs> You're being mean to me now. But anyway, Fiona Staples did a fantastic job on the art. The story is is very solid. It really introduces Archie and his cast of characters. They're, uh, Kevin Keller was so unrecognizable. He just looked like some gay white dude with blonde hair. That's the thing that I didn't like about that, too. At like, least when uh, Dan Parent was drawing Archie, everyone looked a little different. Even though it was a, it was a highly cartoon book. Well, this is not. I mean, this this no, is not a cartoon book at all. This is much more adult. Um, well, I would say adult. I see the, the the art style is much more contemporary. Yeah, you know, it's definitely not. Um, well, that, that, that's Fiona Staples' style. I mean, you, you you hire Fiona Staples, who's who's hot artist right now. You hire Mark Mike uh, Mark Wade because he can you know he he can turn out a really good story. So. And this is what you got. And this is a quality piece of, of um, uh, it's a quality issue. Yep. So in case you're looking for it, the number one has sold out and we're waiting for a second printing. It was really worth, the, it was really worth the read. I, I had no idea going into it and it's been really good. So I know that you have one that you want to talk about, Rich. Well, I didn't even know this book. I mean, I knew the book. I, I've been waiting for it to come in. It's an artist that I really like. Um, a writer that we really like too. Yeah. So Jamal Eigel... Um, he's, I've been a fan of his art for years now. I think Supergirl was the first place I actually saw his art. I think you introduced me to that artist. Yep. And then, uh, he did Molly Danger, which is a great book for all ages, especially kids. It's about a strong, uh, young girl. So then he put Venture out, and it's through Action Lab, where he is, um, the vice president of marketing. So it's written by Jay Fairber who also writes uh, Secret Identities that we like. Mm-hmm. And he writes... Dynamo 5. Dynamo 5, which was and he amazing. Wrote, uh, um, uh, Noble Causes. Yes. And so, so I've liked his career. For, I've liked his stuff for a long time. So. so we got a writer we love and an artist we love. Well, I never got around to reading it. It got, by, by the way, so you know, forgotten about. And then for last week, Des brought it. And he's like, oh, you haven't read it? You should read it. So I sat. It was really good. And this art... I don't know if he's trying a new style, but the art is just fantastic. The story revolves around a writer who... Reporter. A reporter who is given uh, a freelance assignment that he really doesn't want. He, it's a human interest story. He just does not want this. And along the way, he witnesses a hero... Sa- uh, saving really isn't the word... Well, he's dealing with... See, this is the thing. Like the, the hero doesn't 
He doesn't want any of the notoriety. That's what I think was interesting. He's a hero who, he goes in, does the job, and leaves before anyone gets there. No one knows what he really looks like. He, they just know his power signature. And uh, the main guy, he sees all. Mm-hmm. And it, we were talking, it's like, so here you have the hero that doesn't want the notoriety, and here you have a writer, a journalist, who wants the dirt. He wants, he wants it. He, he's hungry for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to this next issue to see exactly how this all yeah, he gets uh, Yeah, the, 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 uh, the uh, journalist gets some really good dirt on the superhero, and I'm really wondering to see what is going to happen. Just this art, the facial... Like, the last person that drew big eyes was George Perez and Phil Jimenez. Like, eyes are like a lost thing now, and I just feel like we really got... And facial expressions. I mean, yeah. this is like Kevin Maguire, like, quality type of... It's almost art. like Barry Kitson meets Maguire, but it's still Jamal Eigel. Yeah, and the Totally. St- yeah, and the story, and the story, it is a solid story with a new, like... I like this because it's a new dynamic for the superhero story. You know, when people say, when people have said, oh, you know, DC, you know, don't do superheroes because DC and Marvel are, those are the ones that do that. And I'm just like, no, no. There are other people who are outside of DC and Marvel that can tell just as good, if not better. um, Secret Identities is another one we really love. That's a superhero book. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I... Like Jay Farber is one of the is one of the most, you know, he's just a brilliant writer and deals with superheroes. And he is not working for Marvel or DC. Nope, but telling really well told stories. Could you think? Could you imagine what he would do with one of the with one of those properties? I don't know if he'd want to. We should try to ask him. We mm-hmm. should try to do us an interview. I think he likes the freedom to do what he wants with his people. That's remember working for Marvel or DC. You can write your story to a limit, and you you really can't do anything with the characters. No, because you live and die by your editors. Yep. It's really sad. Speaking of superhero books, another one, The Mantle, which is is not like a superhero, like a DC or a Marvel book at all. Here, the main character, and it's a spoiler, but has died and died and died again. And everyone that gets the mantle of this hero dies. That's, you couldn't do that. I know, that's such an interesting concept. I mean, imagine, imagine, you know... It would be like the Spider Verse taking place on on Marvel, and then having, and then having um, Norman Osborn kill every Spider Man that happened, just keep killing them over and over and over and over and over again. That would be bananas. Mm-hmm. But that's what this that is what this book is about. Hey, this, did, we, did we tell the name of that book? Uh, it was called Venture. You said when Venture came <laughs> okay, out. Venture. Yeah, it's from By Action Lab Comics. You should really pick it up. But about the mantle, you know, it's from just, Image Comics. By Image Comics, and it's like this girl who is just thrusted into this, given this power, you know. And there's this guy named the Plague that wants to kill her, you know, who wants to kill everyone who has the, the power mantle. of the mantle. And it's about her, you know, accepting that power and then having to work with these three people that are going to help you know, her try to help we her but they're all kind of bitchy like everyone that's what i love about this book is like everyone is really bitchy like you never see the superheroes on the ropes like this it's like Mm-mm. so the next thing about this we're up to issue uh three. three and this book has two different art styles because we actually learned what happened in 1950 
to the first hero, uh, the mantle. And what he did with the power to make the plague so mad. Yeah, no, he, he beat him. Yeah. You know, and then the saddest thing is, like, he doesn't remember how Because he, he did was it. drunk. Because he was drunk. He's a, he is a drunken superhero. Yep. He doesn't know how to do it. And so yep. she's just like, I like it because she's just kind of like, I mean, the, the heroine is kind of whiny, but she's kind of bitchy at the same time. But I guess I would be really kind of bitchy, too. You need to die. If I knew I was going to get beaten to a pulp and killed. Uh-huh. You know, I would be kind of, I'd be really pissed about that, too. I'm know? just interested because this is number three. And how it ended, where do we go from here? It's like, is this going to be an ongoing? Is it a mini? Uh, another really good book from Image about, about superheroes. superheroes. About superheroes, people. Come on. And we got one more superhero book so the last, that he loves. The last book that I honestly love and have loved from the day one is Invincible. This is a fantastic book. You should really pick it up. It's only $2.99, Robert Kirkman. I mean, if you want something different, um, that is not Walking Dead. And it's a superhero. It's bloody at some times. It's... It, um, it's just a really good book. And then he's doing Topsy Turvy with it. I don't know what's going to happen uh, because they're getting he's getting ready to do a reboot. It's like Mark, the main character, is going to wake up and he's going to be back in the first issue. But he's aware of everything that has happened. That's crazy. Right? I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea. I'm like, what? Like, I'm like... I don't know, you know, because usually when they do a reboot, it's like no one remembers what's going on. But I'm like, he will. Like, That's awesome. And I'm like, what is this? Like, so are we getting a new number one? No, no. It's so not... he will just be able to pick up one twenty two, and it's going to be all new. Yep. Wow. Not one twenty two. It's um, I think it's one twenty three. Okay. Or one twenty four is one of that because they're going to wrap a little bit of this up. What's going on with him and the baby? And then he just literally like wakes up one day. At least that's how it's been solicited. It's just like. He wakes up, and well, it's we'll like definitely let you know how that new number one or one twenty three four. I think it's what you're doing for, but it's just bizarre because like so much has happened in the first. I think it's one twenty five actually because it's going to be on one of those even a round number. Oh, for the trade. Yeah, and then it's gonna then it's gonna start this new one because Eric Larson did the same thing almost with uh, Savage with Savage Dragon, but he he rolled it over into his child, you know, from an alternate dimension. That's a really good book too, you know. So Frank brought up. Um, about the mantle. Can't read it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Frank said, remember that her boyfriend was slaughtered in front of her yeah. first. Yes. So she was the not the first mantle. Her boyfriend was, and he, you know, was kind of a drug addict, weird person. And That was and, a good first issue. Yeah, and then he got killed. And, and so <laughs> I was just like, what? And then she got it, which is bizarre. Like, why did she get it? I don't yeah. know. Maybe she was closest. She probably, well, it, I don't think it's by being how close you are. You know, so much as it's just... Maybe um, she has the strength within. She's got the touch. She's got the power. Careful. Yeah. Do, do. Careful, you can only use certain We'll get banned. Oh, yeah, then we'll get banned. We'll yes, get banned. I, I can only, can I can only, only use yep. a certain amount, or, or we'll get banned. Yep. So. That is why Terry gave us these great new intros and outros, so that we have original music for our... Yeah. Um, so we're reaching the end. We're starting to reach the end of our of our broadcast, first broadcast of the third season. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and being a part with us. Remember that um, we're also going to have Geek Chat Point Five, 
and that will be um, loaded uh, tomorrow after this one. So yeah. we're going to talk about those hip hop covers. Uh, yes, we're going to talk about the hip hop covers. We're going to talk about Marvel and uh, the universe they're building and Ant Man, how that fits in. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, on future, and just tune in because we're gonna have a lot of stuff that we can talk about in future uh, future episodes. I know we didn't get to Facebook right now uh, for this one, but that was only just because we couldn't. We we wanted to talk about comic books. Yeah, we, we really wanted to did. come back and talk about comic books. Uh, so again, make sure that you go to the uh, Geek Chat Facebook group and be a part of the conversation, um, because you're one of the things that 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 helps us keep this going. As we know that there is. People that want to hear this, they want to listen to what we have to say, and and we want to build this community. So for all you people that are that are uh, supporting us and all the people that are posting and keeping the conversation going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because again, it is a fantastic time to be a geek. Oh yeah, you know. Um, so I uh, want to say thank you again to Terry uh, for for the new outro and the new intro, and then. Um, I want to say thank you again to Gene. Thank you again to uh, Club Card. I want to say thank you again to whatever uh, located at 548 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th in sunny and windy San Francisco. And you can check them out online at whateverstoreonline.com. Um, another thing I wanted to add is um, again do a plug for the uh, the third the third Wednesday show. Uh, we'll most likely be taping it on the Monday before that we can edit it all together and get it taped and, and um, edited and, and put on um, uh, put online. So if you want to be a part of that, please mention something in the, uh, in the Facebook group, all right? And with that, I will say goodbye. Say goodbye, Rich. Say goodbye, Rich. And we'll <laughs> see you later. Thank Bye. you so much, you guys. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack.